0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Space to Learn with me, Lucy Woodward. Thanks so much for joining me again. Happy Wednesday. This is the first episode on the new upload day so I hope you're having a great week so far and that this episode can be the inspiration for the rest of your week. I'm really excited to record this episode. I've been planning it for quite a while. wanted to make sure that it included everything that I wanted to talk about but I'm feeling really good about this. I think that it should help a lot of people out and should help you if you're prone to perfectionist tendencies and are looking for something to get out of that habit, to try and work towards your goals in a more healthy way rather than being consumed by the end result and how well that is going to turn out. I've definitely been guilty of perfectionism over the last few years and it's a habit that I'm slowly working my way out of. So I hope that this can help other people do the same because once you realise that it is not benefiting you in any way then you can kind of start to shift your mindset and become a bit more positive to value the progress rather than the end result and to set some values that are genuinely going to help you rather than hinder you this episode is going to be quite a chatty one quite a chill one it's raining outside and I've got my fairy lights on got a nice cup of tea feeling really cozy and chill Even though it's still August, it's the UK, so obviously it's raining and cold, Um, but you know, that's cool, we can embrace the the cosy. Anyway, I've got so much on my list of things to talk about today, so I'm going to dive straight in and get into today's episode. A couple of months ago, more towards the start of lockdown, I read a book by Mark Manson called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F and if you haven't read that already i 100% recommend that you read that book it is so so good and will literally change the way you think i know that that's a really cliche thing to say people are like oh that book changed my life but honestly it allows you to see how your emotions have such a big effect on the things that happen to you in your life and it allows you to just kind of understand the areas that you have control over and to take responsibility for your actions to see uncertainty as a good thing to see failure is a good thing it allows you to see how the negative areas of your life are actually benefiting you and they're just a necessary component of life you can't go through life without negative things happening to you you just have to use them in a way that is going to benefit you you have to use them to grow and to become a better person I just yeah honestly that book is so so good and it's kind of the inspiration for this episode a lot of the ideas come from the book and if i quote it at any point then i will say um if you haven't read it recommend buying it um just so you can make notes and have a physical copy because it's the sort of book you want to come back to if not then there's a free audiobook on youtube probably on amazon things like that as well loads of places you can find it yeah if i was going to recommend any book to someone and i've read quite a lot of books over lockdown now that would be the one I would recommend to anyone, it would be top of my list, so 100% recommend that. The first main thing that I want to talk about today is perfectionism and the attitude that people have when they're perfectionists, the fear of failure, um, fear of getting things wrong, things like that, and how it is quite a harmful thing. The definition of perfectionism is the refusal to accept any standard short of perfection to me this just means that people are scared of getting things wrong they're scared of failing and as a result they don't try anything because they're too scared that what they produce is not going to be up to their standards and they're valuing the end result over even trying in the first place they're kind of thinking that the first attempt that you do needs to be the best one it needs to be something you can put out to the world and Often it comes from comparing your first attempts to someone's finished attempts. Something that Mark Manson talks about in the book that I mentioned is that we see the end result of other people's um, projects, other people's uh, work. We see their successes way more than we see their failures. People often share the finished result. They don't really share the hours and hours that they were working on this project. Uh, project or whatever it is and in the media the stories are often the extremes you don't see the day-to-day normal life and so we've kind of been conditioned to think that success is the norm and that failure is not an option that we can't fail which is not true failure is such a normal thing and should really be seen as a good thing and a necessary thing because it allows you to do better next time it allows you to learn from things yeah so one of the quotes from his book is that the flood of information from the extremes of the bell curve of human experience has conditioned us to believe that exceptionalism is the new normal so if we were to represent all the experiences that someone had over the course of their life and kind of rank them in terms of uh, like extreme bad extreme good all the mundane normal things that happen their life would look like a bell curve. It would start off low with the extreme negative things that happened, wouldn't be very many of them, and then slowly it would build up, you'd get to the peak in the middle, and then it would decrease as you get towards the um, top level successes, the top positive experiences. There wouldn't be as many of them either. And that would be how it would look for pretty much everyone. Everyone's life is full of ups and downs and that kind of levels out as a bell curve. We have the majority of our experiences as mundane, normal, day-to-day life things and the really amazing things that happen and the really awful things that happen uh, take up less of our life. They aren't as abundant, basically. So naturally our life would look like a bell curve. And what Mark Manson says in his book is that The flood of information from the extremes of the bell curve of human experience has conditioned us to believe that exceptionalism is the new normal so what he means by this is that because in the media we either see the really awful things that happen particularly in the news we see the deaths and the awful things that are happening across the world in great volume and then on social media we see the highlight reels of everyone we see all their best bits of their lives we've kind of been conditioned to believe that the two extremes are normal and that those extremes are the bread and butter of our lives when in fact the normal is always going to be the normal and it's helpful to realise that this idea is not true the majority of our experiences are going to be uh, normal things with slight variations if you're then comparing yourself to other people who are at the extremes the experiences of other people's lives that you see it's important to acknowledge that they are going to be either things that they really want to share because they're awful or things that they really want to share because they're amazing and if you know that the comparison you're making isn't fair then that's a good place to start in terms of perfectionism i really think perfectionism is quite harmful In my opinion it's just concerning yourself with everything that is wrong about a situation rather than appreciating the good and feeling grateful for the things that you have it's it's kind of being scared to fail and that is a normal thing everyone is scared to fail but i really think failure should be seen as a good thing because it gives you the potential to do better next time it allows you to learn things from it and ultimately if we don't fail we don't grow we don't try something, we're just always going to stay the same. And who wants to stay the same? Like Everyone wants to grow. Everyone wants opportunities to prove themselves and to achieve new things. But you're never going to be able to achieve new things and to grow as a person if you're not willing to fail at it as well. So that's why I think perfectionism is quite a harmful thing. I think especially for our generation, perfectionism has become a bigger part of our lives because of the social pressures, because there's that desire to prove yourself to others, might be a desire to be a high performer in school and therefore to be the best, be perfect, be that perfect student. Um, We often put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well and when things don't go to plan, we beat ourselves up, which doesn't really help because if we've done something wrong, that's an opportunity to learn from it and to be better next time. So failure is, shouldn't be thought of as a bad thing and if you do think of it as a bad thing then shifting your mindset and learning to appreciate the times when you have opportunities to learn that is what is going to help you grow ultimately as a person in the episode that i did about perseverance and creating habits i spoke about the idea of a flywheel and you can go back and listen to that episode but basically if you have a goal or a desire it's often going to require a lot of hard work to get it started and if you're a perfectionist that means that you're unwilling to even start you're unwilling to put that hard work in at the start that is ultimately going to produce a outcome that is really successful so if you don't start then you're not going to get anywhere if you don't take a risk you don't get out of your comfort zone and be willing to fail be willing to learn then ultimately you won't achieve your goals to the same extent that someone else might. So I think just letting go of that desire to be perfect, the desire to have the goal already to have achieved it without even putting any hard, any hard putting in any hard work, that can be just detrimental really and doesn't do you any good. This is why I wanted to make the episode really because I think a lot of people feel held back by their own expectations of what they might achieve And if we can start to break that down and we can start to value the things that we do based on the amount of effort that we put in or based on how much progress we've made, then that is ultimately going to be, that's ultimately going to produce a generation of people who are so much more willing to learn, so much more engaged. I've also got written down, I think it was from a podcast episode, but I can't remember which one. So sorry about that. But... It is that the three powers you lose when you try to be perfect, when you value perfectionism and you are afraid of failure. The three powers you lose are authenticity. So expressing yourself and being true to who you are because you ultimately want to be something that you're not. You want to achieve a standard that is maybe not attainable for you. The second one is creative confidence. This is why I think perfectionism is especially prevalent in Creative um, outlets. I know when I did Arch GCSE, I was a huge perfectionist, especially at the start, um, and it just hinders you really. It stops you, like I said in the first one, it stops you expressing yourself, it means that you don't have as much confidence in your work. And the third power is vulnerability. Vulnerability might not sound like a power, but it really is because it's just the acceptance that you are uncertain about something, It's the willingness to take a risk. It's being exposed emotionally. It's kind of just that unstable feeling when you step out of your comfort zone or when you lose control a little bit. And ultimately, that is what is going to help you grow. If you lose vulnerability, then you're not gonna be as able to grow. You're gonna be scared to fail, which as I've said is not really a good thing, so yeah. Authenticity, Creative Confidence, and Vulnerability. If you value any of those three things, and you should value all of them because they're all really important, um, when you're trying to be perfect, you lose all of them. So if that's any incentive to try and um, steer away from the perfectionist, perfectionist tendencies, then I hope that helps. Before I move on to talking about progress as opposed to perfectionism, I just want to say that it is also really important to be kind to yourself i've been kind of slagging off perfectionism and saying it's awful but that's only because i know that sometimes it just takes a bit of a shock to get out of it and if you don't really see it as a really bad thing then you're less likely to escape those thoughts so although i appreciate i am saying it's really bad um i didn't want that to come across as me saying that perfectionists are like awful people I am definitely a perfectionist myself. I'm really trying to get out of it, but um, I'm not perfect. I'm still working on it. It's definitely a work in progress. I think it will be for a lot of people. Um, So I think it's also important just to remember that it's okay to think those things. It's kind of something we've been conditioned to think. I think especially in school, there's a lot of pressure put on us to perform well get the right grades to put a load of effort in and for everything that we produce to be top quality work that pressure might come from yourself from teachers from friends from parents but i think it definitely exists at least for the majority of us so don't be too hard on yourself don't beat yourself up if you're prone to thinking these things it's really normal um i just wanted to try and help you get out of them because ultimately you will gain more from not having them. The thing that is going to really help you reduce your perfectionist thoughts and change the way you think about the things that you do, the things that you want to achieve, change the way you think about your standard of success is all about your values and choosing to value things that you can control things that are going to get you closer to the goals that you want to achieve the thing that is really going to help you do this is valuing progress over the end result and this kind of seems a bit back to front because if you're trying to achieve something obviously that seems to be the thing that you should value but if you can choose to value progress and growth, learning new things and getting ultimately closer to where you want to be, if you choose to value that, that is going to generate so much more happiness, so much more independence, you're going to be uh, less afraid to fail and you're going to see things more as steps to where you need to get rather than huge goals that you're trying to uh, work aimlessly towards. I'm going to break this down now. So if someone is scared of failure, That means that the thing that they value most is the end result. Ultimately, if they don't succeed in the thing that they set out to do, then in their mind, they have failed at it. They're not succeeding. The only way that they're going to succeed is by achieving that one specific thing, that one goal that they've um, targeted, and the thing that they are valuing as success is that end result rather than the process. For example, if you value money, Uh, Your end result might be to get a really high-paid job, earn loads of money, have a big house, things like that. And if that is your goal, then not achieving what you set out to do is going to be perceived as a failure in your mind. So if you're valuing your success in life on how much money you've earned, then you're not going to be happy until you've earned a certain amount of money. And then you'll kind of see it as once I've earned this amount of money, then I'll be happy. But then what comes after that? What comes after you've made your first six-figure paycheck? What comes after that? How do you actually see your life looking? So things like money aren't the best indicators of our success because they are a, something that is relative. They don't actually relate to the emotions we feel. Money is just a, just a way for people to pay each other a way for people to express how much debt they have for each other if someone's done something for someone else they need a way to repay them and ultimately money is just a construct that is completely relative to everyone else that we interact with obviously we need money to get by and that's kind of how our society works but in my opinion you shouldn't value success as how much money you have because it's not going to generate generate as much happiness you can choose instead to value things like freedom independence happiness um, and ultimately progress i think progress is something that if you choose to value it has huge potential to generate a load of happiness in your life because every time you progress at something every time you take a step in the direction that you want to um, pursue then you're going to be succeeding and that is going to make you happy so if you can choose to value progress as something that makes you successful then it's ultimately going to help you so much more because you're going to be learning new things you're going to be feeling good about yourself you're going to be um, inspired to continue to work hard because you can um, see that every time you try at something every time you put that bit of effort in It is uh, getting you closer to where you want to be. And the thing is that the end result no longer seems as important. It allows you to, uh, if you see a new opportunity coming, you can just shift your attention towards that rather than being so all consumed by the end goal. And so another quote that I've got from The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F is, when the standard of success becomes merely acting, When any result is seen as progress and the inspiration is the reward rather than the prerequisite, we propel ourselves forward." I think this is so true. When you start to value the things that you are working at as a success, then you're ultimately going to want to do more things that are going to progress you. And it just means you grow so much more as a person, you feel better about yourself, and just allows you to pursue your projects without being consumed. the perfectionism at the end of the day getting out of our comfort zone and failure is the only way that we learn and when you've reached a place where you're afraid to fail and to you kind of end up sticking at something that you're good at you just stick at the things you know then you're not going to grow you might close off opportunities to things that could have generated so much happiness in your life and I really believe that you can only be good at something if you're willing to fail at it. And that just comes from seeing failure as an opportunity to grow rather than a negative thing that is holding you back and something that is pushing you in the wrong direction. Failure is ultimately pushing you in completely the, completely the right direction because it's helping you learn new things. Something that you can do if you are a perfectionist and you're trying to work towards valuing progress, because obviously it's not going to happen overnight, you are going to have to work at this, You have to shift your thought patterns and change the way you think so yeah something something that you can do to help is to share your progress as well as the end result for example say you're trying to work out being better at art and at the moment all you do is share the things that go well you only put out the very very best of your work to other people anything that you're not happy with you might crumple up and put in the bin you might just rip it out and keep on starting again, keep removing anything that is not your best work and is not something that you feel really proud of. So instead of just throwing it all away, what you can do is keep it. Be proud of the fact that you have tried to do something, you've experimented, it might not have gone to plan, but celebrate the fact that you tried, celebrate the fact that you put in the effort and you put in the time to work at your artwork and you were committed to the thing that you were doing try just sharing that with your friends try sharing the really bad things that happen rather than just all the good ones because that's gonna allow you to value the progress that you're making rather than just the end result it will also allow you to get instant feedback and to improve more you're gonna speed up the learning process you're gonna produce better artwork sooner because you can get feedback from other people Um, You're going to be less scared to start a new piece, to try something different and less prone to just sticking to the styles that you know. Um, And ultimately that's what art is all about. It's just expressing yourself and trying new things, in my opinion at least. So getting away from the perfectionism allows you to just be your more authentic self, I think. Another example might be you're trying to work on your fitness. You have set the goal for yourself to do a sub 30 minute 5k. Which might seem really ambitious to you, might seem really easy, it depends on how good you are at running. But if you choose your standard of success as just going out for a run, it doesn't matter how fast you run, doesn't matter how um long you go for, it doesn't matter if you have to stop, just the fact that you went out for a run, you value that as progress and a success, that's gonna get you so much further because you're going to then be inspired to go out next time because it doesn't matter how well you do, you're just progressing, you're getting better. Each time you go, you will naturally improve and you're naturally going to get closer to your end goal. But if you have that fear in your mind that if you're not achieving your sub 30 minute 5k, then you're failing, you're never going to even go out for a run in the first place because what if you get 32 minutes? Then that's going to be really embarrassing and you're going to have failed. if you can get out of that mindset it's going to help you so much more it will allow you to uh, work on your mental fitness as well as your physical fitness and yeah it's just ultimately going to be a positive thing if you can value the steps that you're taking rather than the time or the distance the end product basically as i keep saying (laughs) Um, yeah the last example that i wanted to talk about is to do with cancel culture Uh, when people are trying to make a positive change but they make a mistake and that mistake leads other people to uh, shame shame them online or in person and that ultimately leads to less progress being made so for example someone has just recently taken a big interest in climate change and they've realised that there's a lot of things in their life that are contributing to the climate change in a way that they don't want to So they've realized that there are things that they need to change about their life, but the way that their life looks now is very, very different to the lifestyle that they want to have, the sustainable lifestyle that they can see will have a positive impact on the environment. As with most things, there's two ways that you can look at this. They might be a perfectionist and think, right, I need to go cold turkey, I need to cut out everything, all of a sudden be this really sustainable person who does everything perfectly and never messes up. So overnight they stop eating factory farmed meat, they start cycling to school or uni, they stop buying from any fast fashion companies and they make a conscious effort to recycle, to reduce their water use. So they're like, great, I'm I'm a perfect sustainable person, I am doing great and then they share everything that they've done online. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with this. These are all habits that we should introduce into our lives. But the key thing is that then, when they slip up on one tiny thing, say they go to a family dinner and the person has cooked, cooked with meat that is not sustainable, and out of politeness, they choose to eat that food, then they might think, oh, what's the point now? I've messed up on this. I'm just going to resort completely back to the lifestyle I had before. I'm going to use cars I'm going to go on planes and they give up everything because they've made one mistake because they weren't perfect in their lifestyle of how they set out for it to be this then leads to much more damage to the planet than it would have been if people just accept that it's okay to make a small mistake it's okay to be imperfect in something that we're working towards this is why I think cancel culture is so harmful because it just stops people learning it makes people unwilling to speak out for the things that they believe in because they're scared that someone might tell them that they said the wrong thing Um, I'm definitely not saying that people shouldn't be called out when they make mistakes but I think the idea of cancel culture and doing one wrong thing eliminating all the positive changes or things that you've done in the past is just bonkers and shouldn't be how our society works because it doesn't lead to any self-growth it just leads to people putting each other down for the small mistakes that they've made so the other option and the way that I think people should look at making changes to their lifestyle is just to increase things slowly to build up the habits and to make it thing to make changes that you can genuinely stick to so for example the same person, they've read everything about climate change and they've realised they need to make a big change in their lifestyle. So then they decide, I'm going to cut back on the amount of clothes that I buy from fast fashion companies and I'm going to have a look on the labels of my food to see where they come from and try to reduce the food miles. That could be a great first step to take and then once you've achieved that and made that a habit in your day-to-day routine, then you can up it and through doing more research, find other things that you can implement that will help the environment, such as not buying factory farmed meat because factory farming is so, so harmful to the environment. That being said, things like soya are actually really harmful to the environment as well, so it's definitely worth doing in-depth research from um, a variety of sources to work out which foods are genuinely sustainable. Regenerative agriculture is something that should be practiced a lot more, in my opinion. It it has a positive effect on the planet. I don't want to go too too much into this because I don't want to say things that are incorrect. I'm still researching about food and things like that in terms of the environment. A resource that I find really, really helpful is the Doctor's Pharmacy podcast with Dr Mark Hyman. Really, really informative and a great resource to use if you're interested in becoming more sustainable and working on your health because both of those are very very important and we shouldn't neglect our health for being more sustainable equally we shouldn't neglect our duty to help out the planet and to not and to live environmentally friendly um for our health but they there is definitely a balance that can be found and this podcast is so helpful for understanding how the foods we eat impact us in so many different ways so yeah really recommend that that was a huge tangent but anyway (laughs) The point that I wanted to make is that it is okay and completely normal to make mistakes. No one is going to be perfect the entire time. Perfectionism is unattainable and we should all just aim towards progress rather than perfection. At the end of the day, if everyone makes small changes to their lifestyle that are more sustainable and better for the environment, that is going to have such a huge impact and a much greater impact than a small select amount of people living perfectly sustainably and everyone else not caring at all so don't put people down for making mistakes it's okay and everyone's learning we're all at different points in our lives and this doesn't just apply to being sustainable it applies to pretty much everything in your life in your education in extracurriculars that you do talents hobbies whatever it might be whatever area of your life it is perfectly normal and a good thing in my opinion to make mistakes because that's how we learn and that is what this podcast is all about that's why I wanted to make it I want to inspire people to be less scared of failure and to be open to learning new things so I hope that this episode has been helpful in some way in allowing you to do that I have one final quote before I wrap up this episode and it is by Paul Kalanithi who was a neuroscientist a neurosurgeon and wrote the book when breath becomes air it's such an emotional book and i was literally in tears at the end of it Um, but it's full of amazing life lessons and he is such an inspirational person so yeah the quote that i picked out from that book is you can't ever reach perfection but you can believe in an asymptote towards which you are ceaselessly striving i really love that quote i think it just shows that perfectionism is a construct that we've made up because we're all scared of failure at the end of the day and I just love this idea that you should believe in progress and working towards being the best version of yourself that you can possibly be but you shouldn't put the pressure on yourself to ever reach that goal because it's impossible perfection doesn't exist and by appreciating that and choosing to set progress as the metric for your success then you you're going to generate so much more happiness in the course of your life. You're going to succeed so much more because you will have learned from the things that you failed at. And ultimately, it's just going to lead to people who are more open, more persistent, more resilient. And I think that is just such a good thing. I had a feeling this was going to be a long episode because I had so much written down and it's not disappointed. If you've made it this far, you've made it all the way to the end then thank you so much for listening throughout the whole thing I really really hope that it has been helpful I would love to hear any feedback that you have please keep um, sharing it with your friends feel free to subscribe on the podcast app that you use so that you can stay up to date and go over and follow the Instagram which is at space to learn podcast thanks so much for listening everyone this is space to learn with me Lucy Woodward and I'll be back again next Wednesday Bye.